<laughs> Goat League Assemble! Welcome in, Goats. Week 9, week 8 was crazy. Week 9 proves to be probably even crazier. Some of y'all bastards got nine lives out there. Some of you don't. I'm here with uh, with Kyle. What's up, dude? Hey, what's up, man? New week, new month, and uh, I think I'm ready to say fuck fantasy football, man. You care to care to elaborate? Uh, I, th- I think everybody kind of sees what, what what's going on. I mean, you know, as of seven weeks, I had uh, you know the number number one offense, most points scored, had uh, least point, still have the least points scored on me. Um, you know, best running back in football. You know, at one point had the number one receiver. Um, and, you know, now we're looking at uh, no more Derrick Henry, two-game losing streak. It's um, it's a tough bear for sure. Yeah, and we'll uh, um, be interested to preview your matchup this week um, whenever we get to it just to kind of see what the, what the next, uh, you know, next game holds. But, you know, before we uh, – before we get into football, um, you know, one thing we talked about last week was the return of the 11th season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Um, I got a chance to check it out. Uh, have you have you seen it yet? It's it's on my list, man. I haven't been able to. I've, I've really been uh, entrenched in, in watching uh, a little bit of football. Awful week, by the way, of uh, football, just, just from a fan perspective, you know, perspective. Uh, you know, watched World Series as well. Thought the Braves really had it, but you know, when you open first inning up with a grand slam, you really got all the pressure on you. And and the Astros put up nine nine runs, I believe, on the uh, on the Bravos on Sunday. So tonight tonight's going to be interesting. It's huge. It's absolutely huge tonight. Um, it's 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 uh it's gonna be very interesting, like you said. Um, but to touch back on this uh on this curb episode, I did get to see it. It's uh it's really funny. Um, you know, it's not as good as the first one. I think the the uh you know the first episode was a little bit better. Um, but they introduce a character on here that kind of can keep up with Larry. That's a uh you know a female um not Jeff's wife, but, you know, some other lady that's not as quite annoying per se, but she can keep up with them. So um, that's really funny. And he's very particular about, uh, you know, toilets and things like that. So uh, it won't, it won't go down. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Yeah. You you guys will have to check it out. There's uh, there's, you know, there's Greek music in a dentist office, just, you know, tons of stuff. Um, (laughs) And uh, the, there's one great quote from it, and and it's uh, how many motherfucking Mary Fergusons do you think there are around, around this? Town? <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, Jace move is uh, he, he's awesome, but um, but anyway, let's uh, let's curve right into uh, right into the matchups from last week. Um, we had a uh, week eight and. I want to start with uh, with the Van Buren boys, the uh, eighth president named after team. Uh, bad week for 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 Vic as he uh, only scored seventy points. Um, 
and the Green Bowl Packers uh, continue to win, even with a less than a hundred performance this week. Um, what, what do you? What are your takeaways from this matchup? Yeah, I mean, you know, just kind of looking at it, I think uh, is the whole week for the was was not. Uh, it was very lackluster, so to speak. But you know, Jordan was able to prevail. Tough week for Vic. I think that uh, we kind of called that on the pod. Just you know, looking at his roster, it's it. I think to his, I said, or was that Weston's? It was just depleted, you know. Um, yeah, it was. It was Vic. I mean, he started uh, Tony Pollard and uh, Samaje Pirine, or however you say it, for the the Bengals. So that's not an ideal running back duo. No, no, not not at all. And and. Um, you know, Herbert didn't perform well for Jordan, but you know, did just enough to get a little bit of a a little bit of a push, uh, especially with Mercedes Lewis scoring zero and and hit Tampa Bay uh, having negative one points on the defensive end. You know, just for you know, Vic, he he's in a weird spot because you know his tight ends are kind of his bread and butter. He was only able to play one. Uh, he only played one this week. Excuse me. And that was Noah Fant. Noah Fant didn't do anything. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, trash. Uh, Perrine, Perrine and, you know, Pollard, like you said, they didn't do anything. So uh, just just a tough week when you – but a nice score. He had six – so very nice. That is true. 69.9, even better, even nicer. Uh, uh, or, or, or gayer. Or orgasmic. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, one of the two. Um, <laughs> you know, the four-headed running back monster for Jordan continues to carry his team. Um, Cordell Patterson pickup of the year, I think at this point, safe to say. Yeah, for sure. Um, nothing really needs to be said uh, other in this matchup. So let's take a look at the highest scoring as far as an individual performance um, in the league. And that was Craven on a five-game winning streak catapulting it, to first place. Yeah, now, now in first place, he, he continues to streak. I mean, the the amount of points his team's putting up is insane. You got Connor and Rogers on the bench who uh, a lot of teams could have used this week, uh, respectively. Um, you know, Booker, Taylor, Woods was hot. Godwin got in the end zone. Uh A.J. Brown continues his tear. Debo continues his tear. The Denver defense played the the Washington football team. I'm not even going to call them the football team. They're just the Washington sports team. Um, <laughs> they might be the third worst team in the league right now. Uh, excuse me, fourth, fourth worst. We'll go Lions, Jags, Texans, and then probably yeah, they're four. the Washington football team. So. Uh, yeah, just just a uh, absolute monster of a week. A- after we just kind of went over high scoring points and and what those do, um, you know, in league history. So hats off to Craven. Uh, we- you know, Weston kind of a lackluster week. Jefferson just kind of been struggling. Moali Cox didn't do what he did in week seven. You know. Just uh, – there's really no answers on his bench either. You know, maybe Crowder, maybe, you know, Jefferson, you plug him in, but I just can't see where he would have made it respectable at all. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, it was – I mean, even if, 
you know, he has a couple guys to go off. It wouldn't have even been close. Um, you know, like he said, Craven had some guys go off. And then a double flex league for him to have Kareem Hunt coming back, Connor, Renfro now with um, Ruggs going to be out for uh, quite some time after his uh, debacle overnight last night uh, or early morning. Uh, he Anybody listening to this doesn't know he got in a car wreck and he definitely, you know, is going to be facing some charges for – for killing somebody and, um, you know, having a DUI. So that's, oh, yeah, that's, that's tough. Crazy. Man. Um, that's tough. It's unfortunate. I hope he, uh, I hope he doesn't have to serve, uh, you know, jail time or anything. Yeah. I'm, I'm no lawyer, but I'm seeing early reports of like potential 18 to 24 months in jail. Oh man. Yeah. It's mm. terrible. And, um, you know, I'm, st- I'm still waiting for details to come out. But nonetheless, I mean, as, as unfortunate as it is, I mean, I feel like Renfro has been a target monster all year. And um, and so uh, for Derek Carr. So just another guy you can plug in. Um, the next matchup I want to look at is just the next highest score of the week, which was Mooney. Um, big week for Mooney is he pretty much – doubled up almost doubled up nunnery so that was both of our locks of the week um what do you what do you, what, what kind of your instant reaction on this matchup uh, yeah we we continue to go over this but you know nunnery is the boomer bust of the league and uh this week was a bust. uh tough tough week but Shout out to uh, Mooney Tunes because he just bounced back like no other. Uh, Al, three total touchdowns. Michael Carter, shout out Carolina, huge game. Uh, Harris got in the end zone, and then you know Tyreek Hill and Cooper Cup continue to to be the the anchors for the the old Tune squad. So um, big week for him as far you know as far as Nunnery goes. It's just. Not too much to talk about. You know, Brady and Mike Evans were really the only, um, you know, lights that kind of shine bright there with Devontae Adams being out. Who knows? Devontae Adams and Tanyan could have combined for 40 points this week. Uh, so, <laughs> he definitely missed out on that. Yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, I don't know if you mentioned – you didn't mention uh, Antonio Gibson's score, I don't think, but he had 6.9 points, speaking of nice. Nice. Um, And uh, so that was decent. Uh, But like you said, shout-out Michael Carter. um, Had to have hurt Mooney to to start such a, you know, fantasy asset from from his uh, probably least favorite college. Um, Well, there's no probably about it, right, but – Cooper Cup Tyree Kill combo is deadly. Uh, like you said, I mean, it's that's keeping his team going. And then he sat Mike Davis, and you know, it was the right choice, but Mike Davis had almost a 10 piece, so his bench did pretty well, also. Yeah. Um, and he's got Mark Ingram hanging out there now that he's back on New Orleans. That would be interesting. Um, but yeah, Mooney kind of just takes care of business, proves us both smart on our lock of the week. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's take it to the next highest score, uh, in what we thought was going to be a way higher scoring matchup between Allen and myself. Um, I have a dismal week with uh, with Hertz not playing well, um, AB being out, Waller on by, Ridley with whatever 
God knows he's got going on, you know, so prayers up for, for really trying to figure out what the world, you know, what's next for him. Um, and yeah. Alan just did, did, did what he needed to do on the other side. So, yeah. And, and Charles, I, th- I think, you know, you made the right call with Cincinnati starting against the jets, but the Panthers had, you know, two, two interceptions and, and didn't allow too much points against the game at Atlanta versus uh, Carolina. That, that would have got you uh, 11 more points to put you at about 92. And, and then you look at the, you know, Ben was, was no points and, and Tony got hurt. So that was, that was just a tough break for you. You know, hurts scoring 11 when they had 44 points is really, really uh, shocking, but, if you've watched the the Eagles play, they've kind of just been dominating the run game the last few weeks, and I think that's kind of what's going to continue. So I'm interested to see, you know, what Hurts is going to do for you uh, in the coming weeks. Yeah, and another take I have on that is they're usually kind of down in the fourth quarter. If you go look at it, like I think Hurts is like scored, you know, like 77% of his points in the fourth quarter or some shit like that. So they didn't have to play from behind at all. They waxed that that ass. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, but yeah, you're right. It'll be it'll be interesting to take a look at. They got Boston Scott, Gainwell, who they like, and you know, Miles Sanders will come back at some point. Um, but the last two matchups, well, actually, we'll look at the um we'll save yours for last with Connor, but um Paul beats Lick ninety-nine to eighty-three. Um Kyler Murray with a brutal week. Um, Dalvin Cook doesn't do much on the other side. You know, Daryl Henderson or Darrell Henderson keeps to like being a great pick for Paul, like probably one of the most reliable running backs in all fantasy. Michael Pittman's yes. on wide receiver one fringe territory. For um, sure. But yeah, what, what else did you see? I mean, there were. Isn't really much to see from the these two uh, matchups. I think both teams are are in that kind of that struggle bus situation too. You know, both had to play each other, so that was unfortunate. Uh, but you know, with with Paul, uh, I think there's still some worry there. But he's got some really good um, consistency from Henderson and Pittman and Burrow to where I think can get him some more wins and get him back in the playoffs. As far as Lick goes, I'm not really concerned about the loss. I think Murray, you know, ran into the the old the, the Cardinals are undefeated up until they played the Packers. And it was a Thursday night game. So mm-hmm. it was just kind of that perfect recipe for Murray to kind of have that down week. I mean, he's probably the MVP right now. Um, if you look at stats and, and whatnot, he's kind of surpassed Aaron Rodgers up to eight weeks of last year's MVP run. So a uh, feeling solid. Cooks did his thing. I, I think Lick's gonna gonna bounce back in the coming weeks. Yeah, I think so too. Um, he's got a good team. He'll be getting. I think he's got David Montgomery. He'll be getting him back. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on. Uh, we and you know he usually makes kind of a late season push. So definitely something to to look out for. Don't sleep on Lick at all. Um, but this last matchup, we had you losing 90 to 99 to Connor. Um, you know, even though you lost, I mean, it took kind of a lot on the other side. Aaron Jones, Elijah Mitchell, J.D. McKissick, like 
being kind of his triple running back option versus, you know, James Robinson wasn't even really, you know, he kind of got hurt at one point. And, and on your side, I mean, you barely lost. You had Derrick Henry suck there, you know, not suck, but, you know, just go down and not be effective. Teddy Bridgewater, awful. And you got to be encouraged by, you know, Lockett's performance, even with Geno. Yeah, I, I think, you know, For, Fournette came back to earth a little bit. He, he's, he was ro- rolling on about a four or five game week stretch where he was really, really uh, at the top of the league as far as running backs go. And and Mike Williams has been a wide receiver one all season up uh, without, you know, two, two of those weeks where he kind of was lackluster. Um, but I'm, I'm not really too concerned. He only had five targets, Charles, uh, and Herbert was terrible. So, you know, unless the Chargers are just going on a downward spiral, I think he's going to bounce back. Really um, give a shout-out to uh, to Connor. You know, the the four, the magic number four was was huge, and he, he proved it. And, and like I said last week, man, he was going to get that win. So uh, it was much needed, and I think now he's kind of – back out of that maybe not Sacco maybe he is maybe you know he's got some room to to wiggle out of there yeah huge win um he's still I think he's currently still 12th just based on points um I believe he's got let's see here he's got 28 less points than Vikram right now so it's all pretty close there um but yeah, we've got uh, we've actually got four teams at three and five. We've got four teams at four and four, and four teams at five and three. So how do you like that? Uh, it's sounds like a clusterfuck. Classic goat league. Yeah, this league, uh, this league. But in uh, in order based on you know records and uh, you know tiebreakers, we got Craven, you, Nunnery, Green Bowl Packers, Allen. Mooney Tunes, Weston, Paul, me, Lick, Vikram, and Connor. Um, yeah. As we uh, as we take a look into Week Nine, with knowing those records and the standings, um, you know there, there's really there's really a couple interesting matchups this week, and one I'd like to start with is uh, a little rivalry in its own. Um, just probably one of the longer rivalries if you go back previous to the goat league we got weston and uh jordan a four and four versus a five and three this is the key matchup of the week i think uh you know between him and him and weston and then uh or excuse me between weston and jordan and between craven and paul start to see who's going to come out of uh the the second half of the season uh, with with a nice playoff look. Jordan, uh, you know, if he beats Weston this week, it drops Weston back down to below 500. And, and Craven, uh, you know, if he wins this week, it drops Paul back down to below 500. And then it starts to get really tricky. But for Craven and Jordan, it, it really puts them in a position to uh, more than likely make the playoffs. I think this year's magic number seven. And, uh, you know, with two more wins, both of them are, are sitting in a good position to make that happen. So, uh, yeah, I'm really, really interested to see with, with Jordan and Weston here. Um, uh, 
Weston's got a bye week with Swift. And I think everything else is is looking pretty, you know, pretty solid. Yeah. And, and you know, just depending on who he's able to plug in there, uh, maybe it's probably going to be ha- – probably have to be Javante Williams against Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, looking at Jordan's team, the way the way the Chargers played last week, I, I just don't expect Herbert and Eckler to be down. I think it's going to be a big game for them. So, uh I think I think Jordan's going to win this week. It's just a matter of how many points. I, I do think it'll be a little closer than expected. And uh, I'm going to call it now. Jacoby Myers gets in the end zone <laughs> in Charlotte for the first time in his career. All right. Well, we got to keep going back to the well on that one, as you know. Yeah, um, and, and Charles, I don't know if you heard this stat. I saw it the other day. Jacoby Myers – is now the most receptions and the most yards in NFL history without a touchdown reception. He's yeah. thrown a couple touchdowns. Yep. Um, but he's <laughs> never gotten in the end zone. I think he's got like 680 yards or um, like 60 receptions, something like that. And he's not been in the end zone, which is kind of crazy, especially if you watched Sunday Night Football. Brady threw a touchdown pass to a guy that never played high school or college football. <laughs> That's right. That dude, I'd never even heard of him. Right. Uh, he was a track star at LSU, and it's just kind of crazy to think, like, this dude, Jacoby Myers, who I think is a solid piece for the Patriots, just, you know, call it call it what it is. It's just unfortunate that he's not been able to get in the end zone. I mean, I think he's pr- productive. Yeah, shit. He's, he starts every week. So yeah, when you said track star, it reminded me of she's a runner. She's a track star. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, one more comment before we move on. It will be interesting to see how Justin Jefferson uh, comes back and how kind of his he's looking. He got a little banged up. Um, so that'll be interesting. George Kittle going to come back off IR. It looks like, but tune in or stay, you know, on notice for that because that'd be big. But I like Jordan to keep it rolling as well. Um, I think he wins by about, like, I don't know, 10 to 13 points, something like that. Um, So, yeah, that'll be a big one. And then you mentioned Paul and Craven, so we'll just roll into that. Yeah. Um, that That's another four and four, five and three, like you were saying. Uh, Paul should have Dak coming back. Uh, and, and, you know, Pittman going against the Jets, albeit on a short week, and while Craven looks to just keep it rolling. Yeah, and, and here I think this is, this is where it gets tricky again for Craven. Like, who is he, he going to play? The, the Chiefs are really bad, so I don't know if he's going to play Rodgers um, against the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs' secondary is, is quite trash. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's his call there. Um, and uh, it's just really about if these guys are going to produce the way they've continued to produce. But, you know, I, I like what Paul's Paul's team's projected. Dak is going to be a question mark, and obviously uh, Saquon's going to be a question mark. But don't expect uh, – you know, I'm going to roll as my pick of the – you know, my pick for this matchup is going to be Paul. I think Paul knocks uh, Craven off the, the win streak and, and gets – back to above 500 so you know good for him and and uh 
see how this one plays out. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, I think I think Craven will start Aaron Rodgers this week. Uh, I don't think he'll roll. I'll think he'll keep Tannehill in um, versus the Rams. Uh, he he is in Disney with the fam right now. So Craven, you hope you uh, had a great time and uh, you you won even despite the travel curse that that Kyle's put out there on the airwaves. Um, so so props. Uh, we'll see if, uh, like he said, you know, we're just waiting to see when Jonu Smith gets the start. So maybe this week, maybe not. Maybe uh, we'll, we'll have to see. And uh, you know, shout out to shout out to cryptocurrency. I, I bet I bet Craven paid for it with uh, paid for the vacay uh, for the. So. Yeah, and uh, we both have this uh, the stock that kind of goes off of it, and you know, he had he was texting me. He's like, I had it multiple times like sell orders pop off while I was like in the Disney park and that like paid for like all of our food that day, you know, just as an example. So yeah, getting it done, dude. That's awesome. Um, but I know it's a short week, but I love Jonathan Taylor against the jets. Um, I, I love the way that Robert Woods is trending Renfro against the giants. Uh, you know, I'm going to differ with you here. And uh, and say Craven wins in a nail biter versus Paul. Okay, well, I like that. We we need a little bit of uh, parody. Yeah, we do. We do. It's not it, as fun as be like, yeah, man, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and uh, I mean, you know, we'll call a spade a spade. We all want Paul to lose and and continue to lose because you know he's he's had his fair share of winning. So it's nothing yeah. against nothing against him. It's just uh, it's kind of how the cookie crumbles this season. And, uh, you know, if he misses the playoffs and, and next season makes it, then, you know, good for him. But, you know, right now it's it's kind of uh, – and, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say another thing. You come at the king, you best not miss. Don't come at me on the group me talking about uh, must be nice to have the, the fewest amount of points, you know, scored on you. It's because y'all motherfuckers suck. I can't help that your team doesn't score. I can't help what? that. Yeah, when they it's play a, your team, right? It's it, I have no say in that. Y'all you, learn how to do a lineup and and keep it moving. Don't come at me. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. I was yeah. also I was also looking at something else that's gonna that's gonna make you laugh heartily because um, I've I've got my lock of the week all lined up already. But um, I thought uh, I thought you were gonna go on a different direction and talk about the uh, Texas special teams coordinator that dates. Uh, <laughs> One of my favorite stripper names I've ever heard. Uh, she's known as the Pole Assassin. Uh, <laughs> did, did you see this story? Yeah, I saw it. For yeah, I mean, go yeah. First of all, Pole Assassin probably one of the best stripper names ever. Probably more one of the more intimidating. Um, I hope just, she's patented that. Uh, she that, she uh, better have that. That is a that is an all time the Pole Assassin, and she's a stripper, and she has a pet monkey. I mean, it doesn't get better, and she's living with the special teams coordinator at Texas and the monkey bit a kid on trick or treat. So, you know, what, what, what a story. I hope it's true. I hope more comes about it. I wouldn't hate if it becomes tiger King three, you know, I was just about to say it's got major tiger King vibes. Yeah. I think there a documentary would be phenomenal about that. <laughs> tiger King meets uh pole assassin crossover documentary. Uh, for the next, uh, you know, wave of <laughs> just insanity. 
Charles, um, they're they're pulling up Texas player. One of the Texas players tweeted, "I want." Uh, he's like, "Low key, want a pet monkey." Like, you can't make this shit up. Jesus. Oh, I saw that actually. Yeah. Like, how oh, great my. is that? It's it's pretty insane. I'm I will look forward to continuing to follow everybody listening to this. You make sure. I mean, y'all probably all seen it, but in case you haven't. You know, if you're craving, you've been spending time with the kids in Disney. This will be a, a quite a uh, magical world to come back into. Yeah. Um, but this next matchup is make it's cracking me up, dude. Lick okay. versus nunnery this week. Uh, <laughs> right now, <I'm> <laughs> right now, the projected is 28 and a half to zero because Lick, it's just funny, but Lick's doing his classic thing. And but if you look at nunnery's team, Brady on by, Gibson on by, Evans on by. Tanya and I are Rager questionable. Devontae Adams probably going to play. Chris Carson still on IR. Will Fuller still on IR. Paris Campbell on IR. <laughs> right now, then... it's uh, right now, Nunnery's projected to win 28 and a half points with only uh, six players active, <laughs> and three of them have a bye. <laughs> uh... Oh, and then Lick's got Henry Ruggs. He won't be on the squad anymore after a little bit. Um, Michael Gallup's on IR, and he might return. So um, that'll be interesting to see if Gallup, you know, has to get plugged into a lineup of Licks with uh, McLaurin on by. David Montgomery's still on IR. Galladay's still questionable. So a lot of things up in the air uh, in this matchup, but I'm absolutely hammering. Lick is my lock of the week. Um, and I, I can't agree with you more. I'm taking Lick as my pick as well. I think, uh, I think he wins handedly. I don't even know if Nunnery might just leave the roster as it is and just chalk it up as an, as an L this week. Um, but, uh, but yeah, what, what an awful, especially for you and I doing this pod and, and trying to, you know, bring some insight to the league and, and we have to keep scrolling. It's like a it's like a CVS receipt to find players available for these guys. <laughs> it really is. It's like, okay, you have to just go all the way to the bottom. If you take the survey, then you can get points back. It's like, <laughs> come on, guys. Like, uh, but you know, it's it's classic league. <laughs> it's mental warfare. It's week nine. I get it. I but you're you couldn't be more right. It's it's tough. Um, but you know. I, like we said, we, we both got Lick. Let, let's go. Let's move on to the next matchup. Um, we've got, uh, I think, well, one of the best games of the week, projected-wise, in my mind, um, and it would be interesting to see how you rebound with Henry on IR, is you versus Allen. Um, Allen with a big win versus me. Uh, he's got Nick Chubb back. You just lost Henry and got Fournette on by, so – It'll be interesting to see, you know, what kind of moves you make this week. Yeah, and and I think, um, you know, you could kind of look at it. I think I think Edwards Hilaire might be back. I, I can't really, I can't really say for sure. Um, but right now he's projected a couple points, so that's going to be interested to kind of follow through with. But um, you know. You can. I don't even want to do the siren, but I, I'm going to just go ahead and just say my lock of the week's Allen. I just don't see my team b- bouncing back this week. Maybe next week, but um, I just don't like that the outlook right now. 
A um, lot of injuries, no running backs. Um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those weeks, man. Yeah, I'll be interested to see you know it, what you know moves, if any, because I don't really know what's out there that you're gonna be making on the waiver wire. You know, you're going to keep rolling with with Teddy two gloves or, you know, um, you know, Jamal Williams is going to be on by and he's been banged up. So it's going to be interesting. Right. Um, you'll be able to play Lazard in for, you know, Lockett's on by, too. It's, it's a brutal it's a brutal week for a couple teams with buys and injuries. There's no doubt about that. And, um, you know, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. But, yeah, I like Allen as well. Um you know, his team's really kind of coming into form. I think he's got some depth. He doesn't have a lot of buys or injuries right now. Uh, so, yeah, I do like his squad this week. And Stafford's been a beast for him at quarterback, too. Yeah, and, and Stafford's been – and I think the Achilles heel for my for my roster right now is, is the quarterback position. I, I wouldn't be um, in such a scramble mode if I had you know, one of those guys that can go out and get you 18 to 30 points every week. Um, and, uh, I, I know Teddy Bridgewater can't do that. Um, but I'm going to have to find somebody that can at least get 15. So that's going to be uh kind of that interesting play right now. Yeah, that's true. And I, and like I said, I haven't really looked at the waivers, but everybody kind of keep a lookout, see, uh, see, you know, what decisions Kyle makes and it'll be, uh, you know, I don't want to talk too much more about it cause I don't want to, you know, talk about your strategy when the waivers are still open and all that right exactly um, but we move on to the next matchup it's a big matchup battle of a couple former roommates mooney versus myself i said make it monsoon on the moon mm. is my new team name this week so we're going for a, a team name change and hope for the best um you know since this is my matchup i'll let you start what do you think this is kind of the toughest one of the week for me. I, I just um, kind of at a loss to to kind of see, uh, you know. Sorry, somebody just texted me. Um, and I apologize for that. Uh, just kind of at a loss to who am I going to choose? Um, I, I'm going to be honest. I think with the Buffalo Bills uh, playing Jacksonville, I, I like Mooney here. I think Allen's going to put up another, you know, 25 to 30 points. And then the way Michael Carter played last week and the way uh, Hill and Cup are, especially a secondary, I'm going to have to lean towards uh, Mooney taking a uh, a high-scoring win. Yeah, I, I like his team. Evan Ingram looked better last night. Um, I think D-Hop is due for a touchdown game. Um Assuming he's like, you know, not banged up and playing and everything. DeAndre Hopkins touchdown called in the pod. Um, yeah. Tyreek Hill had a great night last night, so we'll see how he does against Green Bay. Cooper Cup, I have no, you know, thoughts other than the fact that he's going to have fifteen to twenty points at least. Um, it'll be interesting to see how much I'm down with Najee Harris playing the Bears on Monday Night Football. Uh, you know, that's always fun to talk about and look at. I, I feel good about Jalen Hurts this week. Uh, they're going to be playing from behind versus the Chargers, and, and I'm thinking. Um, and if Zach Moss is able to get in some passes from Josh Allen, that should hopefully counteract some of that. So 
But I do like Mooney to beat me this week. I don't like it because – and I'm, you know, no reverse psychology games. Like, I just straight up like his roster better in matchups. And yeah, I've got A.B. out, Ridley out, you know. I, I, I've got, you know, it's a couple moves I'm looking to make on waivers. We'll see what CEH does if he comes back. Daryl Williams automatically doesn't look as good. So, um, that's 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 kind of where I am. And, and I agree with you. Um we saved the worst for last, <laughs> technically the 11th and 12th spot right now. Um, the Van Buren boys and gone off the Henny play each other this week in a uh, big matchup to pull out of the scope of Sacco. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be honest, looking at this matchup, I, I, I'm going to have my pick as Connor. I, I just um, – I think Vic is still – a week or two away from from bouncing back with this squad, uh, especially with with a few buys and a few injuries. Um, and I really like what what uh, Connor's team did last week, especially with a few guys that he had out. Uh, you know, he had to he had to plug in Kirk Cousins, the most overrated, overpaid quarterback in the league, and still came out victorious. He he gets to have Lamar Jackson back this week. Um, and that's pretty much my analysis. I think Connor wins here and, uh, you know, gets uh, two games in a row of huge victories. Okay. Um, yeah, like, you know, Lamar's back. Uh, even if, you know, Mark Andrews has a big game, he can only get so much on Lamar. And um, on the other side with Vic having Mark Andrews, um, I don't – I would be shocked if McCaffrey played this week. Um, I'm thinking more of a week 10, week 11 return for McCaffrey, the way things are trending. Um, I don't like the Denver offense right now. It's weird um, for passing. So Sutton and Fant kind of scare me. Um, And Judy coming back off IR and getting targets. Uh, And it'll be interesting to see who Connor plugs in at tight end this week. I'm sure he'll be looking to make a waiver move. Uh, Good news is he has first priority, so he can get whoever he wants. Right. Um, so big, big Miles Gaskin week. You know, is he going to play him versus the Houston Texans? You know, if it, if he plays him, you, you gotta, you gotta hammer the under on whatever his projected points are. Right. Um, if he sits on the bench, you, you take him anytime touchdown. Yeah, that, that's, exactly. That's Gaskin in a nutshell. Yeah, we'll see. But I, I, I know right now Van Buren boys are projected to win. Um, but yeah, I like Connor as well. Uh, with with the Van Buren boys uh, becoming a little nervous as they move on uh, in the season, uh, so we've given locks of the weeks. We've talked about everything. Uh, so we'll just uh, give everybody a little bit of a a betting corner here and and give our NFL locks of the week. And just to remind everybody, last week uh, Kyle took the Panthers plus three and they won outright. And I took the Seahawks minus three, which I thought was a huge trap, and and they easily handled the Jaguars. So Hand we both did well. Um, I am seven on the year, and Kyle's eleven and four. So I'm starting to close the gap a little bit. Yeah, you're 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 coming there. Um, you're you're kind of getting into that um, close range, and and I think after this week, it, it may be even closer. As I kind of look at this week. Uh, you know the spread and 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 whatnot. What what's your lock of the week? Uh, okay, so 
I've got a, a couple different ones that I'm looking at here and I'm trying to pull up the lines just so I, you know, actually get, you know, uh, official number here. But, you know, I think that the Bengals had an off week. They're going to come out pissed off. They've looked good. I like the Bengals minus two and a half at home versus the Browns. I think the Bengals win by exactly three, covered by half a point. And uh, okay. that's my lock. Yeah, and my lock is, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of shocked that this is an even game, but I'm going to take the Cardinals uh, money line over the 49ers. It's the spread is even right now, uh, which is kind of shocking, but I'm going to kind of ri- ride the, uh, you know, bounce back win method and, and have the Cardinals, uh, you know, ha- put up a big week uh, against the 49ers uh, in, in San Francisco. Okay. All right, cool. Um, and another one that I came really close to picking, and this is might be one of the best games offensively to watch, or at least has potential, 425 Sunday game, um, Packers-Chiefs. Um, yeah. Packers I, getting weapons I, back in a one-point dog, and the Chiefs have been awful. I think it's kind of a uh, kind of a trap game, if you ask mm-hmm. me. Um, the Chiefs, you know, might be able to um, get it done, especially um, with the Packers winning seven straight. I think they're kind of due for that loss. I don't, I'm not sure if they're going to continue the streak or not. But, um, yeah, th- I think that's an intriguing matchup for sure. For anyone interested in doing teasers, absolutely – tease the Packers to plus eight right now if you can because I bet that the game's going to move to a pick them yeah for sure it, it definitely it definitely is going to but and and maybe even you know maybe even tease the over it might be in like the low to uh, mid to high 40s so really not too high there um, but it's uh it's proves to it's proving to be a crazy year like almost every year is in the goat league this league is un paralleled to madness and chaos with that i wish everyone a good night and go braves i love it man uh let's let's uh let's kind of revisit that next week and and uh best of luck to everybody this week yeah man later